morning and welcome to church online it's great that you're here with us and this morning we're going to celebrate we're celebrating because it's pentecost sunday it is uh, that day that we read in the scriptures where god poured out his spirit on that early church as they gathered uh, hey wouldn't it be amazing if god does that this morning whilst we're in our homes just pours out his spirit upon us and so this morning we're going to celebrate we're going to celebrate as a church family what god has done is doing and will continue to do through oasis community church in stratford on avon so we're going to start with a kids song in a few moments we're going to get our actions going with a song that we love in our church uh, but before that kids there's going to be a link that comes up in the chat uh, maybe right about now that will link you to a craft activity that you can download hopefully you can print that off uh, if you've not already got it through the emails or connect groups this week then get that link and, and start that activity after this song get your colouring pencils out adults carers you may need to help with a bit of cutting and sticking but when we get on our zoom call after church this morning uh, we'll all come on and it'd be great if kids you can just show your creativity of what you've done this morning during our service but we're going to start as we mean to go on and we're going to celebrate so stand up shake off the dust we're going to get some actions going as we sing together my lighthouse in my wrestling my doubts in my failures you won't walk out your great love will lead me through you are the peace in my troubled sea whoa you are the peace in my troubled sea in the silence you won't let go Questions your truth will hold, your great love will lead me through. You are the peace in my troubled sea. Whoa, you are the peace in my troubled sea. My lighthouse, my lighthouse, shining in the darkness. to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore, safe to shore. I won't feel what tomorrow brings, with each morning I'll rise and sing, my God's love will
fantastic one. That great. I hope you got uh, energetic and got the energy going and got celebrating. Uh, what I want to do is just pump up the volume of your speakers wherever you are. Let's let the neighbours hear that we're in church together this morning as we gather and we just give God the glory and worship him, lift his name high. We're trying to get as many people as we can involved this morning. So uh, let's let's worship together now as the various people from our worship team lead us in a time of worship.
we're so blessed in our church to have such creativity, people using their creativity during this lockdown. And uh, Becky now is going to lead us in a brand new song for our church. And so listen in, read the words. This is a song that Becky has written whilst in lockdown. And it's about trusting in God and that uh, the things of this world, they don't have the final say. God does. And he is Lord and he is sovereign. And so uh, sing together. Uh, let's sing out loud this song that has come out of our community, for our community, together to worship Jesus. So Becky, will you just lead us this morning and then others are going to lead us in a little bit of an extended time of worship right now.
has broke the chains his love has won he conquered the grave he bore the cross at the price of your sin and he's alive so death could not win Matchless love and beauty, endless worth. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry.
moment that I see you face to face Cause nothing in this world will satisfy Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry All my days, all my days on earth I will await That moment see you face to face cause nothing in this world will satisfy cause Jesus you're the cup that won't run dry your presence is heaven to me Your presence is heaven to me.
there's nothing worth more that will ever come close no thing can compare your tasted and seen of the sweetest of loves where my heart becomes free and my shame is
when the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like a violent rushing wind came from heaven and it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each one of them. Then they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were Jews in Jerusalem, devout people from every nation under heaven. When this sound occurred, a great crowd came together and was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed, saying, look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it each of us can hear them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia and Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia and Pamphylia, Egypt and parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the magnificent acts of God in our own tongues. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? Father God, we ask you this morning, Spirit of God, will you fall? Holy Spirit, we say you're welcome. In the, in the, in the centre of our being, you're welcome. Come and take over, take control in our houses, in our streets. In this church, as we gather online, you are welcome. Come flood this place. Fill the atmosphere. Let the atmosphere of our lives and the atmosphere of our homes be one that starts to cause people around us to notice something and be stirred for your glory. Or let our hearts long for you more than they do. Long for your kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. I just want to encourage you right now while we sing. Why don't you just posture yourself raise your hands why don't you raise your voice i know it's difficult when we're all in different places but why don't we unite in spirit and voice declaring praying this singing this out to our god over our homes over the issues and the situations that you're facing why don't you sing this song as your prayer this morning over the streets the spirit you flow down through the streets that are represented as we gather online. Presence, Lord. Presence, Lord. Presence, Lord. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become and fill the up 
Right now as we gather, will you just pour out your presence? For oh God, you're the comforter. Bring comfort. The giver of fruit, of love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness. Lord, will you pour those out on your people? Pour them through your people. Not just for our sake, but to display the fruit of, of a life devoted to you, to the world around us. Spirit, we can't do this life on our own. You know, as Pentecostals, we can be really good at talking about being baptised in the Spirit. But you know, the, the scriptures talk about being continually baptized in the spirit it's, a, it's like a present continuous tense i wonder right now whether we just need to pray will you will you baptize me again will you immerse me in your spirit again prayer every single day fill me and you fill me afresh fall on me afresh spirit of god fall afresh on me fill me with your presence god, we can't do this alone power of your presence. So we just invite you, Spirit of God, to fall fresh.
chat there that Rob who's part of our church is listening in from work but I just, I just pray for those frontline workers Rob's a policeman Lord we just pray for those frontline workers that are, are serving right now spirit of God will you just fall on them just fall on them right now just the power of your presence that where they place their feet is a is a place where heaven touches earth your spirit is within them and we pray heaven on earth as in heaven that your kingdom would come the Lord, as they place their feet around our town, around our nation, in our hospitals, in the shops, Lord, all those frontline workers, all those people that are going back into work, Lord, we pray that that would be a place where your kingdom, as they place their feet, your kingdom comes. Your kingdom would be there. Lord, your authority, your rule, your reign, that all darkness would flee. God, you and your presence by your spirit, as we place our feet there, Lord, you would be present. Lord, we just pour your presence out over Rob and over all those people that are working right now. Thank you that we can gather and rejoice and celebrate all that you're doing, even though we're in different places. Lord, that you can use this medium. Father, we thank you for what you're doing. Lord, we thank you that this is an exciting time for your church. Stir it within us. By your spirit, will you stir excitement at the opportunity of what you could do. Church, you know what the enemy means for harm, God turns for good. You know that, yeah? God, that's what God does. That's what the business of God is about. And so wherever you are in your life right now, whatever it is you're experiencing because of lockdown or because of relationships or circumstance or finance or health, whatever it is, God can work that for his good, for his glory, as we, as we reveal who he is in and through us to the world around us. God's good. You know, I miss I missed not being with you all and just saying something like that and hearing somebody else shout out amen or hearing somebody share a word and, you know, it's, it's tough not being together, isn't it? But God is doing something. And I want to encourage you, I'm going to share a message in a few moments time. God is stirring something in our church, but in the church that I'm really excited uh, to, to, to just begin to get a glimpse of what God might be doing and the, and the invitation that we have as Oasis Community Church to step into that. Um, we're we're going to show a video in a few moments. We wanted to get as many people involved in this service as possible. But let me just share some notices with you. Uh, I want to thank you for all your generosity uh, to, to us as a church and to each other. If you're able to give, please, there's a link somewhere on all, all of this technology. There's a link somewhere you can click to give. Just want to thank you for your faithfulness in giving uh, financially, but also your time. Um, we're going to have a catch up Zoom after this, um, this morning's service. And uh, on there, we just want to invite you to be able to share some good news stories. There's a link coming up um, where you can just copy that link uh, to get into the Zoom call later on with the ID and the password and everything. It, it should be on there. Um, but if, if you're able to join us, then please do, because we want to hear the good news stories that, that you're seeing and witnessing as we are the church that may not be able to physically be gathered, but we can be gathered together through what we're doing for God in mission and serving and being blessed and being a blessing 
amazing. So please come online uh, straight after this service uh, just to share your stories, to uh, pray with each other. And, and I've also got a little thing that I just, after the message that I want to share with those that are on the Zoom to help us step into this next season as a church, that would be fantastic. But we've got some fantastic news um, this morning uh, that David and Sean Shackleton with uh, their son George are no longer a family of three, but they are a family of five that they gave birth to, tw- I say they, uh, Sean gave birth to twins at the beginning of this week. We've got a picture, I think, that's going to come up, hopefully, um, that we can share with you. Uh, I don't know if we've got that. Um, if we haven't, we'll get it ready so we can share it. Um, but uh, on the left of that picture is uh, Millie, uh, sorry, Lily Mary Grace. And on the right is Fern Catherine Anne. Um, if we can't get that photo, don't worry, we'll get that up uh, partway through uh, this, uh, the end of the service. We'll share that photo with you. Um, but I've just received this message from David and Sean. It says that Sean and myself just wanted to thank everyone and the church as a whole for the support we've received during this time. The well wishes, the prayers, and especially the cooked food. Not only has it been delicious, it's really helping us to free up our time and settle as a family of five. Also, thank you kindly for the cards and flowers and gift. It really is appreciated and the church's generosity has blown us away. We just wanted to say that the church really is a community and one that we are proud to be a part of. And when it's safe to do so, we can't wait to see you all and introduce you to our girls in person. So guys, we're going to make sure that photo comes up and uh, just a big congratulations to David and Sean. Our family is growing uh, and be lovely to be able to to meet uh, Lily and Fern when we're all being able to get back together. But congratulations. Uh, There's the photo coming up right now. So on the left is um, Lily Mary Grace and on the right is Fern Catherine Ann. Beautiful little picture of uh, the the newest uh, part of our family, those twins there. So um. Kids are such an important part of our family. And uh, over the last couple of weeks, we've been tasking some of our kids and asking them some questions because we want to include them in the service. So hopefully they're off getting their craft stuff ready to show us in the Zoom call afterwards. Uh, We'll put a link up again for that craft activity for those that may have missed it at the start of the service. But we're going to show a video now where we've just included so many of the kids that we could do from uh, our church sharing some of their thoughts in response to questions. So we'll play that video right now. Playing. And drinking the juice and filling the biscuits. Eating the biscuits. My church friend. Miss your church friend. Yes. I miss watching the other children go crazy while dancing in kids' church. I miss um, singing songs and having fun at church and playing at church. And I miss that seeing the people at church. I have three questions for you, Daphne. What do you miss most about meeting up in church? Say cuddles with Andy Payne. <laughs> I miss it when I'm not allowed to watch it together in the same room. That and all the food and biscuits and stuff and mostly seeing my friends. Seeing everyone in all the biscuits up there. Eating all the biscuits. Seeing my friends. So what do I miss about meeting together as a church? Um, this is a really simple one for me, just the sound of kind of like all greeting each other and seeing everyone face to face. 
is that we don't get to have friends um, and we don't get to um, dance and, to, and listen to the music at church. Playing? Playing? What are you going to play? Playing with the songs. With the what? Songs. With the songs? Mm-hmm. Oh, with the songs, okay. Making jetpacks. Mm-hmm. So they do it. Um, but we get to go to the church and then we get to some programming. Seeing my friends. Seeing your friends. Oh, that's really sweet. It's Church. At, at the end um, of the service, um, me and Hannah and all of the kids that I am, um, that's my friends, um, I get them together in a little group and I let them, after the grown ups had all of their like mini drinks and all their mini bread, we get to gather around and eat up all the scraps. Well, I'm looking forward to getting to be in the same room worshiping and that we're going to be able to go back to kids. <laughs> I look forward to take my teddy a little bit. I'm looking forward to seeing people again. Let me play together. You can't wait to play together. Yeah. Um, I'm looking the most forward to worshiping and singing together again. Um, Mum sings on a Sunday morning, <laughs> and although it's a 10 out of 10 forever, it does really remind me how much I miss all the worship team. <laughs> How does God show us he loves us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, God shows us he loves us um, when he's helping us with playing schooling and things. How do you think God shows that he loves you? Uh, uh, a lot. A lot? Yeah. He shows us a lot? Yeah. He shows us our love um, by sending us sometimes um, answers for our prayers. Oh, I don't really know. That's okay. Let's see the safe. But we can play toys. Yeah. You can play games with your parents, mm-hmm. and you can and you could go outside and play and do some ball and flying kites. Um, he goes in a park. In a park. Yeah. And go into waterfalls. Mm-hmm. And you can have fun with your toys and you could play. Ah. Yeah. Woo! Or you can read your book. 
where you can draw or you can watch TV. How does God show, her, show us his love in times, yeah, in times when we are stuck at home because of the coronavirus? Oh, right, okay, yeah. Or you can play on. Lastly, how does God show us his love to ourselves and others when we're stuck in our houses? Um, I guess it looks really different for all of us, but for me, he's definitely showing his love through the Bible, and because we're pretty much stuck inside, and I finished almost all of my A-level courses, um, there's not much else to do, and I now have no excuse not to read it. Um, and when I do read it and really delve into it, I feel such a sense of peace, and even Mum says that she's noticed a difference in me. So, clearly, it's doing something. <laughs> How good was that, seeing some of our OCC kids and youth celebrating just what God is doing in and through uh, the life of OCC, young and old. Uh, this is what we wanted today to be all about, a celebration of the church, rejoicing in all that God is doing and will do. Uh, I'm just so excited as I look back and just reflect on the last few years where God has brought us from, where we are now. And, and I sit with expectation about what God has got for the future. Uh, and we're going to explore that a little bit now because today is Pentecost Sunday. In case you missed it, um, let, let me give you a bit of an understanding. Pentecost, it simply means 50. So in calendar terms, we are 50 days after Easter. So that's 50 days after the death, burial and resurrection mm. of Jesus. Now, Acts 2 tells of this moment. As we read, it says Acts, in verse 1 of Acts 2, it says, When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place so what we see here is 50 days that's what pentecost means it just means 50 so 50 days this day that's going to have some significance has arrived and they were all together in one place so the jews are gathering together and they're already there celebrating they're in jerusalem celebrating a festival uh, called the festival of weeks or the first fruits and for them this is about seven weeks so the festival of weeks is seven weeks after passover and this feast, apart weeks from being after a, Passover. a harvest festival about giving God the grain offering, the first fruits of the harvest, it commemorates the giving of the law. So it's this moment that we read back in Exodus where Moses is on the, the mountain and God gives him the law on those stone tablets. Do you remember when he comes down the mountain? Maybe you've read it, maybe you haven't, but he comes down the mountain and he sees the people of Israel. They've built this golden calf. They couldn't wait around for Moses. Long story short, uh, Moses gets a bit frustrated and they, uh, they have to get some new tablets later on. But this feast is about celebrating uh, what God did on that day of, of revealing his love for his people. And so that's why we see Jews gathering together from every nation. It says in verse five of Acts two that, that Jews from every nation are there in Jerusalem celebrating this feast. But we see that God had some other plans for the feast this year. And in verse two, it says suddenly a sound like a violent rushing wind came from heaven and it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each of them. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. What we start to see is a crowd starts to gather. I mean, I mean, wouldn't you, if you could hear that kind of commotion going on across the street, 
So they start to gather wondering what's going on. And they say, but these, these Galileans, how, how are they speaking to us? These simple Galileans, that's the text says, is that not me? And, and they're saying, that, who's taught these people these languages? Because they're speaking in a language that we could understand. And they start to tell them in languages they can understand about the amazing work of God, of what he has done and what they're seeing before them. And the crowd gather that are amazed at what they're seeing. And they say, surely all these people must be drunk. But Peter takes this opportunity to stand up and explain what's happening. That in this moment, God is doing something that was spoken of generations before by somebody called Joel, who said that God would pour out, pour out his spirit on all people. And then Peter goes on and he quotes the Psalms and he puts Jesus right in the middle of all of this. It's like he's saying, hey, guys, do you realize everything that you have ever read in the scriptures now makes complete sense when we see it through the lens of Jesus, who is, he says it in verse 36, I think he says, who is our Lord and our Messiah. He is the savior, the promised one that would come. He has come and it is Jesus. And the people hear this. And we read in verse 41 that 3,000 people were saved that day. It's like God is working through this moment to call and commission his people. Remember this, this feast, it was about commemorating the giving of the law on Mount Sinai. And what happened on that day when Moses comes down off the mountain, the people had lost focus, started to build a golden calf, and 3,000 people that day lost their lives. Here we see in Acts 2. We see 3,000 people see for the first time with clarity and are given new life. They're saved. They become part of God's family, devoted to him and each other. And I love when you get to the end of Acts chapter 2. It says that daily God was adding to them those who were being saved. Church, I dare to believe that we're in a Pentecost moment. Not just celebrating the day of Pentecost, but we find ourselves in a Pentecost moment. You see, Pentecost is a moment where we see the spirit of God fall on those gathered believers. And what was the result of that moment? Not a meeting that gives everyone a really nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. Not a meeting where those who already believe witness some miracles of healing. Not a moment where those who already believe spur one another on to make it through another week. Now, there's nothing wrong with those kind of meetings, but that is not what the birth of the church is marked by. It's not what the giving of the Holy Spirit on that day is about. The giving of the Spirit on that day was about mission. It's about reaching those who didn't know. The spirit fell and the language the gathered believers spoke made sense to those that needed to hear it. The words they spoke met the ears of those around them. Not only was what they spoke made sense, but they were actually there with them, enabling them to actually hear it. There's a word for the church. How many times are we speaking words that the world doesn't even understand or the world aren't even there to hear it? Wow. All of this happens as God pours out his spirit and it all happens after a season of waiting. Pentecost, 50, the feast of weeks, seven weeks waiting from Easter to this moment. Not doing nothing, but waiting for God to do 
something. Church, I dare to believe that we are in a Pentecost moment. We've been waiting for this moment longer than any of us ever realised. Certainly longer than lockdown. But maybe lockdown has caused us to catch up with what God has got on his plan and his agenda. It's not the way any of us expected. It's certainly not the way any of us would have wanted it. But God is using this tragic moment for so many and he is using it for good because that is what he does. And he uses no matter what the enemy means for harm, God turns it around for good because his mission will not be stopped. And this period of waiting is bringing about a moment that I believe has to be about what that first Pentecost was about, the mission of the church. That as we start to see this lockdown eased, life is not going back to how it was anytime soon. And I pray actually for the church that it will never go back. Not that we won't meet, not that we won't join together and celebrate all that God is doing, not that we won't enjoy times together, but we'll have a renewed power of the spirit within each one of us to see daily the Lord adding to our number those who are being saved. People have been asking me when we think we'll be able to meet together again and enjoy our services. And I've got to be honest with you, and I've said this to those that have asked me, I don't know the answer to that. I know we meet in a school and schools are struggling right now to figure out how they can educate the kids that attend that school with the space they have and the rules on social distancing. So I know that meeting back at the school probably won't be any time soon. And we don't know how long those rules will impact gatherings of any size. I don't know. But one thing I do know, we are in what I believe is a Pentecost moment where the waiting is building to something and that something has to be about mission. And it's not about us not doing anything. It's about us living with expectation about what God is going to do in our town and our area. And I don't just mean the 30,000 people that live in Stratford, but a mission to the 130 plus thousand people that live in the 36 districts that cover the 378 square miles of of Stratford on Avon and that's just the start because I think God is putting other counties on the hearts of those people at Oasis Community Church other people other nations that need to hear the love of Jesus and the hope of the resurrection church I dare to believe that we are in a Pentecost moment and I'm not sure we can step into that moment by doing what we've always done I'm not sure that one single gathering in one of the towns of our area can reach the 130,000 people that are on our doorsteps. And that doesn't even account for those who live outside our area, but are such a much loved and valuable part of our church. How do we reach those around us? How do we live as disciples of Jesus that make disciples? How do we worship every day with lives laid down as well as songs lifted up? For our church, this is our DNA. It's the core of who we are. It's what makes us Oasis Community Church, our DNA, discover, nurture and act. To discover Jesus every day. It's worship. To nurture each other, to live, love and look like Jesus. To be disciples that make disciples. And to act, to see on earth as in heaven. That's our mission. I say this is the treasure of the church. Worship, discipleship, mission, discover, nurture and act. See, Pentecost is all about the coming of the Spirit to empower God's people to be who he's calling them to be, to worship him with their whole lives, 
to, to live in such a way where they nurture each other and to live on mission. Freely you've received, freely give. Live lives that show the love we have for one another. The love that when we gather together is so beautiful, but actually is seen most clearly by those who are not a part of it. When Jesus followers love each other alongside those who don't know him all together in one place, this is Pentecost. Church, I don't know what the future looks like, but I know that this is a moment that just like Acts 2 could lead to a move of God through his church, not just for his church. As one writer says, it's not that the church has a mission, but the mission has a church. And I wonder what it could look like for us to lay down the old wineskins, to pick up the new and start to see the spirit of God move in and through the church into mission. Each one of us seeing God use us in our homes, in our streets, in our communities together, releasing our giftingness, our giftedness. And the calling that we have from God upon our lives, stepping out in faith, relying on Jesus, seeing the stuff we read of in the scriptures happening before our very eyes. And I just wonder if this Pentecost, we could all in this moment right now dare to believe that God is up to something and we might just get to be a part of that. And it might look more like Acts 2 than we ever thought it would. And I don't mean specifically the way it happened then, but just look at what was going on. It looked different to what anybody ever thought. It was confusing. Unlikely people were being used. Changing us, changing those around us. It reached the many. Church, I dare to believe that we're in a Pentecost moment. And so I wonder if right now, as we gather, we can just pray. We conclude this gathering that we're having this morning on this Pentecost Sunday and we don't conclude being the church. Our worship doesn't conclude. Being disciples doesn't conclude. The mission doesn't conclude. But actually, we right now in this moment, we say, God, we are gathered in many homes, but in one place, in one moment. And we're going to call on you. We're going to raise a voice. And we're going to start to see with faith what it could look like to reach Stratford-on-Avon and beyond. In the areas that you live, the villages that you live, the towns where you are, wherever you call home, what could that look like? I'm going to invite the uh, worship team now just to, just to lead us in a song. And I want us just to cry out to God as we sing this song. Seeking what it could look like. And when you share with us your prayers, share with us your vision, share with us the scriptures, because God, we, we, we pray right now you would do what you did in Acts 2, pour out your spirit on all people, continue to do it, Lord. Sons and daughters prophesying, seeing visions, dreaming dreams. God, we long to see you display wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Come, Lord Jesus, hear the cry for help and save. Let this be another Pentecost. Let this be a moment where your church sees the calling that you have upon us and we take up that responsibility. And it's not just about us coming together to be the church, but it's about us worshipping every single day. Disciples that make disciples, being out on mission, seeing on earth as it is in heaven. And in those places and places, we get to see what you are doing. We're going to sing together right now, but let that be your prayer. 
as we as we just trust in God during this season in what I believe and I dare to believe is another Pentecost moment. i
Church, that's our prayer. That as lives lay down worshipping our Saviour, discovering Jesus together every single day, being disciples that don't just make it through, but we make other disciples. Together we nurture each other to live, love and look like Jesus and we act to see on earth as in heaven. We live lives of mission. In our workplaces, with our friends, with our families, in our streets. Spirit of God, will you come and set fire to the offering that we place on the altar right now, the offering of our lives. Lord, we don't know what it fully looks like. We're in the same place as those people in that room in, in Acts 2. Wow, we've read this thing from Joel for generations and we didn't realise this was going to be it. We're confused. You're using them and you're using them and the spirit is moving and people are encountering your love. Come, come, come Holy Spirit. Just fill each person afresh today with faith. Faith to believe that you can move here and now like we read in the pages of scripture. And one meeting won't be enough to hold one building, social distancing or not, wouldn't be enough to hold. We've got to go back to the treasure, shape it around that, seeing people encounter your love and daily you added to their number those that were being saved. As a church, I want to encourage you. Thank you for, for your love for each other and your love for God. It's going to make a difference. And we as a church are stepping into intentionally trying to seek to shape what we do as church around the mission that God has given us. As I said, not that the church has got a mission, but the mission has a church. And so we're stepping into that. Guys, can I encourage you to join with us on Zoom in just a few minutes? We'll get finished off here and maybe give us five minutes, get yourself a coffee, get us some brunch or something going. And uh, we're going to join on Zoom in a few moments just to share some good news stories. So we'll have a few minutes of just mayhem, everyone chatting away, and then we'll uh, we'll see who wants to share something. And then for those that are on, uh, for those that are willing, I've got something that I'm going to ask of you uh, if you're willing to do that. But guys, know, know that God is with you this week that as you step into this world, whatever that looks like in this coming week, he is with you. And where you place your feet is an opportunity for God's kingdom to come on earth as in heaven. What an exciting opportunity that is for this week. God bless you uh, over this coming time.